Uh, as you know, the six candidates for the leadership of the Conservative Party will face off on a stage in Edmonton tomorrow in the first official debate of this campaign. But there was one earlier this week that uh, made a lot of headlines, made a lot of news. Let's join uh, Jean Charest now. Um, CPC candidate for the leadership. Uh, Mr. Charest, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Well, thank you very much, Shane. Uh, so, so the debate last week, I mean, obviously it provided a lot of headlines, as I said, a lot of sound bites, a lot of conflict. Um, I don't know if those who watched, though, really learned too much about the candidates and their positions. Do you feel your message was heard by people who tuned in? I think, uh, I think it was heard in, in good part, you know, and when I explain or tell people why it is that I am running to be leader of the Conservative Party because, you know, the common thread of my whole political life is in Canada and the very deep belief and love I have for the country. And the country's very divided now, very balkanized, and, and that's the responsibility of a prime minister to keep the country united. We're way below our potential economically, internationally, and you know, our voices are heard in the world. I think those are the things that I wanted to convey and convey why I want to be the leader of the party because I believe I can unite it. I believe in this and the values of our party. I think the country, Shay, is looking for a national alternative to the liberals and a political party able to bridge uh, the regions in the country, you know, Alberta, Quebec, and other parts. That's what Canadians want. And so, uh, and so that's what I had to say last week. Now, you know, the debate uh, in itself was disappointing because of the attacks, frankly, you know, pretty brutal attacks from Mr. Kodiev, but that's fine. I mean, that's, you know, that's life. Uh, we'll have a debate tomorrow night, and I think tomorrow night it uh, falls on all of us to talk about the future and about the policies that we want for the future of the country. That's what the discussion should be about tomorrow night. That's where I want to be, and I'm I'm hoping that Mr. Kodiev will be there too. That's the question. Uh, with these debates and the way that the first one went and what people are worried about is going to happen next time, I mean, some of the candidates on the stage uh, at, at the last debate, you know, Aitchison and, uh, and Babber saying, you know what, we can't do this. We're turning down the party. So I'm wondering, is there a fear in you going to these debates and, and the way that the first one went that, you know what, in the end, you're doing the party a disservice. Not you, but, 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 but all the candidates, the way that it went. Um, doing a disservice to the party and actually just providing fodder to the Liberals. The Liberals seem to be the clear winner in the last debate. Well, I hope they're not holding their breath because they're not going to be the winners if I become the leader of the party. But you're you're making very important points, Shay. If we want to unite the country, we have to unite the party. We have to choose a leader able to unite the party, and that's where I stand. And uh, And then... We have to uh, be able to offer a pretty compelling vision of the future of the country, which includes every part of the country. We're, you know, the, there's a, a, out there in Canada right now, there are a lot of political orphans who are just clamoring for a political alternative that's fiscally conservative and who will lead the country out of this COVID period with the policies of the promote economic growth and, and bring the party together. And those political orphans, by the way, they're everywhere. They're in every political party, including ours. And they, they turn to us, and they're, they're sort of looking at us and asking themselves, are you up to the job? And the next leader, you know, if we've had enough of losing in 15, 19, and 21, the next leader has to be able to win everywhere in the country. I, I want, based on the strong support we have in Alberta, I want to win in the GTA. I want to win where we have four seats out of 53 and no seats in Lower Mainland of British Columbia, no seats in Montreal. There's 32 block MPs in Quebec that I will be delighted to retire. 
and and give us a national majority government. That's what's at stake here. And obviously, I know you want to win and you want to be the leader of the Conservative Party. I guess the question I have, and I think other people have too, is, is there room for Jean Charest's approach to leading the Conservative Party within that party? You mentioned the trucker convoy and you got booed by the crowd that was in attendance. You went after Paulia for supporting the trucker convoy. Lewis went after him for not supporting them enough. Um, Is there room for Jean Charest's view of what conservatism is in that party these days? Well, I, I defend the conservative values. And what are those values, Shake? A fiscal conservatism, a market-based economy, economic policies that promote growth, including resource sector, the oil, gas, pipeline, the mining sector, supporting families, and yes, supporting the rule of law and law and order. It's pretty simple, Shay. You can't be in the privileged position of being a member of the House of Commons, making laws for others, <clears throat> telling them you have to obey your laws, and then support an illegal blockade. I'm, I feel very strongly about that. That's a question of principle. And, you know, sometimes it's more popular shade to do the, the, you know, the short-term thing. But you know what? In my lifetime, I haven't been, uh, that's not been the way that I, uh, I've been behaved. I believe in leadership based on principle and strong, a strong conservative value of the rule of law and law and order for me is pretty fundamental. The other value is the way we practice federalism which is good news for Albertans because uh, I, what I've seen in my lifetime when this country's worked well is when we've had national governments where Albertans were at the table and, and we got big things done. That's when Canada is at its best and when we get big things done, and that's the kind of leadership that I'm going to offer the country. The focus, of course, once this is over and done and whoever's left standing becomes leader of the Conservative Party will be to lead this party into a general election, which could happen, as you know, with a minority parliament, you know, relatively soon. Um, first of all, can can yep. the party, can you unite whatever's left after these debate cycles in this campaign and bring everybody together and, and focus on that? And what is the focus in taking down a Trudeau government that has one, I mean, three consecutive mandates, two of them albeit being my, minorities? And it isn't so much that they've won. We lost. I mean, it's the Conservatives lost those campaigns. Mr. Trudeau has the lowest level of support in the history of any government in Canada, the minority government. And you're right, Shay, your instinct is right there. They did this agreement to spend more money with the NDP, but you know what? If there's a change in leadership in the Liberal Party, which will happen, I'm convinced I become leader. Mr. Trudeau will leave. There'll be a leadership race. We could be within a campaign very rapidly. And uh, and so we need to be ready, and we need a leader who's led national campaigns, who has won uh, campaigns as a leader of the party, which I've done uh, several times. I know how to organize that, and we're going to have to get organized pretty rapidly, which means focusing on what our agenda is, as opposed to walking into campaigns where we always get pulled in a different direction mm-hmm. by the Liberals who sucker punch us on the on the all all of the classic issues. You know what they are. They're abortion and gun control and health care. And as soon as they're down in the polls they drop that out and we script we we play to the script, Shay, I mean the conservatives could walk right into it. Well no next time, no. I'm that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to offer my ideas our ideas as a political party, as a united party, and we'll form a national government. And Alberta will be right at the middle of that. Based on the strong support we've had from Alberta and the West, we're going to go out there and get support in places that will put us in national government territory, which includes 
uh, you know, the GTA in Toronto, but also Quebec and, and the Maritimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the job. I think we all recognize that as a conservative government to get elected nationally. That That's that's where it starts. That's where it ends. Uh, Mr. Shrey, I appreciate your time today. And, of course, we'll follow the campaign as it goes along. Thank you very much, Shay. Hope to talk to you soon. You bet. Appreciate your time.